Greetings. Salutations. I'm Frances. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to the Podcast Diaries, a podcast where two friends dive deep into the world of nostalgia by rereading the Princess Diaries book series by Meg Cabot. Right. So today is Memorial Day. It's May 31st. Um, Thank you to all our troops. Yeah. Thank you to all our troops. Also possibly a good day to think about current events like the 251 children who were just found in a mass grave uh, because of our nation's history regarding other people's cultures. I guess Mm -hmm. we can just slide that in there. Um, But, you know, happy Memorial Day, everyone. Happy Memorial Day. (laughs) Um, Honor your troops today. Honor your troops. Uh, I don't know if anything exciting is happening. I don't either. We have so much to talk about. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. Let's dive in. Yeah, let's just dive Um, in. (laughs) All right. So we sort of teed this up last time. We have a very special guest today, friends. So exciting. Um, So just a quick little backstory. Very early on in after we'd started posting episodes, I received like one of our first ever Twitter DMs from this wonderful person. And she was like, oh my gosh, I love these books, like especially book 10 and sent me a picture of her book that was just full of like tabs and notes. I was like, we got to have this girl on. She is a student of the text. We need <laughs> we need her knowledge. So everyone, please welcome Jossie Soberai. Did I say it right? Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this day for so long. We have too. So just a little background on our friend Jossie. She is a 28-year-old grad student living in Austin, Texas, originally from the Boston area where she first fell in love with Meg Cabot books, especially the Princess Diaries series around age nine. Previous hobbies include spending hours on Meg Cabot's book club, duh, reading Meg Cabot's blog daily, obviously, forcing her parents to drive three hours to meet Meg when she was in eighth grade. In more recent years, her hobbies have expanded to include social justice work, hiking, yoga, and baking lavender scones, which sounds amazing. Yes. So Yeah, that does sound amazing. (laughs) Yeah, so good. I love lavender-flavored things. Um, we're so pumped you're here. So I, we talked a little bit about it in your intro, but tell us about like your early, early experiences with Princess Diaries. How did you get into the books? Yeah. So like most young kids, I think I first saw the movie and then I remember going to my local public library and seeing, um, Princess in Love. Mm -hmm. And I was such a, like, um, romantic back then and you will very much see that I am still <laughs> like, a total you know hopeless romantic at heart and I remember reading it and I was so mad because it was like different than the book or different than the movie because like <laughs> it starts off with them talking about going away for Thanksgiving in New York and I was like mm-hmm. why isn't she in San Francisco blah blah but I think <laughs> I was a little too young for them to, to appreciate it and then I kind of revisited them a year later and I just got completely sucked in and um just Mia's been with me through everything I mean her heartache in book eight her you know mm-hmm. growth incredible growth and like therapy in book nine and then this book came out um when I was in sophomore year of high school at a very pivotal time for me I um had just had my first like kind of relationship (laughs) and I was like a little heartbroken 15 year old um perfect timing it's yeah (laughs) 
very comforting to read. Oh, for sure. And do you, and you reread them pretty regularly or? Yeah, I mean, they're definitely my comfort books now, mm-hmm. especially this one. Um, and so I'll go back and I'll like re-highlight different lines that mean more to me now as an adult. Than oh, I love them. that. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Really cute. Yeah. And this, I mean, was, as we talked about in a previous episode, this was the original, like, final book. So if you're yeah. a fan of the series, it was kind of a big deal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's like, yeah, it was the big conclusion. You're just like, oh, my God. And especially, God, Meg, I mean, great job. Doing it, <laughs> like, 18 months later, I think, was such a, like, such a power move. Such, like, so mm-hmm. great. Um, yeah. Well, that's yep. great. Well, I'm so glad you're here. Because, like, you truly were. We talked the first time, like, in November. Yeah, we chatted yeah. up about yeah. recording this episode like six months ago yeah. <laughs> yeah here it is time flies yeah i also have the book in french and i tried to read my section in french also that is um, so fancy and i'll <laughs> so share incredible. i'll share like a funny translation that they do later okay oh, cool <laughs> awesome <laughs> that is fun i love that all right well shall we dive in ladies we have a lot to discuss oh my gosh yes please all right, so for this episode, we read the section Sunday, April 30th, 2.30 p.m., a bench in Washington Square Park, through the section Tuesday, May 2nd, English Lit Final. So we stopped at Tuesday, May 2nd, 6 p.m., The Loft. Um, and this section, though not long in pages, is just thick with plot. So I'm going to give Juicies. a quick synopsis, and uh, then we're going to dive right in. All right. Mia admits to Tina that she smelled Michael at her interview with him and that he smells better to her than JP. Tina asks Mia if she and JP have had sex because the sex scenes in Mia's book seemed realistic. Tina confesses that she and Boris have been having sex since summer break. Gasp. A number of people wish Mia a happy birthday, including Lily, who thanks Mia for the invite to her party and says she has a surprise for her. Mia and her friends play hooky, and Mia confesses to still being a virgin. She also tells the rest of her friends about her romance novel, which JP has still yet to read. At her birthday party, Michael questions Mia's statement that she didn't get into any colleges she applied to. JP pulls Mia on stage and prom poses with a massive three-carat blood-free diamond. Mia panics when she sees Michael leave and replies with, We'll see! (laughs) Tina questions Mia, asking if she still has feelings for Michael. Mia tells her to stop asking and that her constant questions about Michael upset her. The next day, in the bathroom at school, Mia tells Tina that she doesn't have feelings for Michael and is going to do it with JP after prom. Lily overhears them and walks out without a word. Dun, dun, dun. Quite the cliffhanger um, ending. Yeah. Yes. Um, and the central theme here, I think, is uh, be cautious of the commitments you make. You know, we have the promposal thing, which is really <laughs> yeah. awkward. And then at the end, when she says she's going to do it with JP, and she's, like, convincing herself that she's going to, but then Lily overhears. It's all very messy and typical Mia you know of course yeah (laughs) oh that was a wild that was this is this was a wild ride of a section there's a lot that happens yeah there really is um let's get started so it starts right after the interview and Mia's like oh my god I can't believe I did this but I smelled Michael um (laughs) (laughs) and 
when in the earlier section when she is talking about her when she's doing her psychology and she's talking about the mg whatever yeah mhc yeah put a pin in it yes we did yes we did we did absolutely of course (laughs) we noted it for sure um so we'll keep our pin in it yeah but she she smelled him she went in for a handshake and he wanted a hug and she smells him and she's like did he know what it would do to me what do you guys think do you think this was intentional uh, yeah yes but not like in the way Mia's thinking like I don't think he had like a dastardly plan of being like <laughs> she can't possibly resist my smell no I think he was mm-hmm. just trying to be like physical touch flirty a little like, more and, intimate yeah and like I mean you fucking dated and like y'all you didn't end on great terms but like now they're on better terms so like a hug would seem reasonable yeah. like it's more weird yeah. than she was like handshake sir mm. yeah handshakes are almost more awkward than hugs sometimes yeah. yeah especially when you don't know which to do with someone you're like yeah jossie what do you think do you think michael um do you think what, what do you think his intentions were i don't think he's yeah like a sadist like she's like oh god like was this his plan but i do think we we get a hint later no spoilies that Mia's not hasn't wasn't exactly subtle about her obsession with sniffing his neck (laughs) and so maybe that has crossed his mind but I don't I don't think anyone really knows how strong of a like reaction someone has to them I mean her physical Mm -hmm. reaction like my heart like maybe like my heart will stop beating Michael 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 yeah. I'm like girl like you got it bad yeah. like, your body mm-hmm. is reacting that strongly I wonder, I wonder if when she, she hugged him, him she was she like, was like oh, oh can you guys can hear, you hear, that? hear that yeah oh that's weird I wonder where that's coming from oh I don't hear it stopped okay whoa that was weird okay that was weird okay <laughs> anyway I wonder if when she hugged him he heard like a <laughs> Right. Like every time they hugged, he just could hear a like a big whiff. (laughs) And she was like, I hope he doesn't know. But okay, so she's writing her journal in the park, thinking about how she smelled him. And she goes back to listen to the interview recording. And she she says two things. She's like, We both matured, which we talked about Francis in the last mm-hmm. couple of sections that she, they both do seem more mature yeah. and that he was kind of flirting with her, which he very much was. Absolutely. But I'm surprised that she recognizes that because she's always like, no, he would never, he doesn't yeah. like me, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I'm surprised that she kind of picked up on it. I guess I, it's interesting she picked up well I guess she picked up on it like the second time around listening to their conversation Mm. maybe like as a third person viewer of their conversation like she was Lars where Lars is like (laughs) Jesus age these kids Mm -hmm. (laughs) like just get a room already um but I always this is so this is like a continuation of my favorite scene which like I mean, I have a different favorite scene that we've like, I've picked out for this one, uh, for this section, but I always like think about this and I think about like, as she's like talking about like going through all the stuff, she's like wrestling in a restaurant. And I think I lost one of my chandelier earrings too. I don't know why I always just thought about that line. Cause I thought it was really cute and funny and like felt, I, I don't know if it actually ever comes up again. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but in my mind so. okay yeah in my mind it was like Michael like grabbed it and like is holding on to it Aww. which I know is not true yeah. but like that I would be really cute if he was like what if he's over there like huffing it <laughs> yeah. I feel like it has to get pretty physical to lose an earring yeah right yeah <laughs> but she I, also sorry go ahead I like the line you know I realized Michael was kind of flirting with me, but that's okay. It's more than okay, actually. Oh no, mm-hmm. did I just write that? Because I just feel like that keeps happening where she's like, <laughs> she like blurts out how she feels. And then she's like, oh wait, I don't know if I can feel that way yeah, right now. I have a boyfriend <laughs> Yeah, and I like him a lot, even though yeah. my life's great. Yeah. Obviously I love JP. Obviously I know mm-hmm. I have JP and I love him. I know like, well, Although Michael was more supportive about the romance novel than JP. So much more. Much more. And um, so she calls, she talks to Grammaire while she's at the park. Wait, I want to say one more thing. Sorry. Oh, yeah, please. Um, So the bottom of page 45, she says, thank God no paparazzi showed to get photos of that, which is kind of odd if you think about it, that none of them were around since they seem to show up everywhere else I go. Mm, This is like, what are, this Mm -hmm. is like, third mention that the paparazzi are yeah. more prevalent in her life now and she finds it odd but then just kind of brushes it off so yeah put it yeah. in that when she yeah when she's with jp they like follow them everywhere yeah mm-hmm. and the, like we talked about last time the guy who was like is that jp abernathy reynolds or reynolds abernathy <laughs> <laughs> he's like reynolds abernathy get out of here get out of here <laughs> yeah <laughs> so she talks to grammar and she's like, did you just invite Michael to the party to get the surgical arm donation? And she's like, duh. Like, of course. Obviously. <laughs> um, and Grammaire also thinks that Mia's gonna gonna clinch that Dolan Array invitation mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. party. Very important. Which is um, like, is that's like standard. It's like they wait till you're 18. The 18th birthday. Then, like, yeah. Okay. Except for Grammaire, who was ruthlessly blackballed, as we right. know. Right. As we know. <laughs> Unfairly. Um, yeah. But I think it was a good idea on Grammaire's part to invite them. Oh, certainly. Yeah. For really sure. smart. Yeah. Especially absolutely. after they were uninviting so many people. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Uh, I am. Um, I feel like we don't get a ton of Grammaire interaction in this section, mm-hmm. but I really do love this phone conversation just because she, she's so ridiculous. Like you almost <laughs> can't blame Mia for being so dramatic. She's like, Oh, your former paramour. <laughs> and then this that line, I don't know if I should save it for our favorite lines. No, we try to like slip them in the content okay. as much as we can. Paolo, I told you, not so much hairspray. Are you trying to gas me? Just look at poor Romel. He's practically hyperventilating. His lung capacity isn't the same as a human do. <laughs> Like she's so ridiculous. She is wacky. Like she's that lady who walks into a restaurant and everyone's like, ugh. Like, <laughs> like oh god, we know this is gonna be a problem. Prepare yourselves. Yeah. yeah. She's but we love. Yes, um, of course. She's fabulous. Yeah. Um, and so after their wacky conversation, Mia talks to Tina and she tells Tina, Oh my god, I smelled him. And Tina's like, Did Michael smell better to you than JP? Mia says, Yes. And Tina's like, Mia, we've got to meet. We've got to meet right now. now. <laughs> we have to talk in fucking person. And Mia's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, what is this about? And she's like, she's like, this is crazy. She's being crazy. Like, what, what's going on? What's the problem? Yeah. Like, like yeah. I'm worried right now. So you need to tell me what it's about so I can prepare myself for this conversation. Mm-hmm. And she just goes, Mia, you know, you know. <laughs> and Mia's like, I really don't. I really don't know. <laughs> and I to promise. be fair, I I wouldn't, I don't think I would know. No, there's no indication. No. Zero. And she, but she does say when they're getting off the phone, it's about her book. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And so, of course, Mia's like, she must have hated it. She hates it so much. I probably would have thought the same thing. Like, what else can she tell me over the phone? Although Um, I am very impressed because Mia only gave Tina this book last night, right? Yeah. A day and a half ago. And she's Uh, read 400 pages. Like, yeah it was yeah. I mean we read it it was yeah. not a short book no, have you read not. it Jossie have you read Ransom I My Heart haven't oh, okay we hadn't either yeah it's a I, fun yeah. read it was a fun okay. read yeah definitely fun um yeah there are several nods it. to the the Mia Thermopolis's world in it yes. which is fun yeah. oh that's more intriguing now yeah, yeah. it's cute they oh. also mentioned Kim Possible in this oh my god I love that. <laughs> <laughs> which is yes. hilarious um, and they're meeting at the Central Park Zoo Penguin Enclosure. Yes. Like full circle. It's which so is, what, full circle. What is it called? But it's it's called not the penguin enclosure now. It's called like the the Arctic Ooh. edge of the ice pack. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she says, I always end up here during my darkest hours of need. Yep. <laughs> true. <laughs> so true. Um Okay, so they're going to meet there because Mia has to take Mama and Papa to the zoo. Mm-hmm, That's yeah. why they agree to meet there. Um, and the descriptions of what everyone is wearing to the zoo is very funny to me. Like, very Mama fabulous. has on a juicy knockoff sweatsuit that oh says spicy. <laughs> and that was when those were popular. Those, yes. like, velour sweatsuits oh, that, like, yeah. rich white moms wore. <laughs> um, and Papa's wearing a Legally Blonde the Musical hat. Love that. And Papa only wants to eat at Applebee's because Papa does not like French food. (laughs) I mean, I guess fair, maybe. (laughs) Like, I guess it could be overwhelming to be in New York. Like, there's too many options. Papa is just a simple guy. Simple guy. I feel like it's that's like honestly kind of very Midwestern, like Mm -hmm. white person. Like, I just I want what I know. That's most people's Papas, probably. (laughs) Sure. Does your Papa love Applebee's? Let us know. (laughs) Um, this is irrelevant but I just wanted to mention I feel like it's interesting that Mama says that Mia should go into nursing yeah Um, I feel like she's not wrong like her logic is sound she's like it's a great career (laughs) yeah yeah it Um, absolutely is um but I don't really feel like it comes up again or anything it's just kind of a weird (laughs) conversation I guess Um, I wonder if Mama is like is just so out of the like uh, I guess it might be it would be hard to like reconcile that your grandchild has like a life and career set up already True. so like when they're yeah. in that process and like clearly not struggling like me is struggling to make a decision of like where she's going she's not like having a battle or whatever she's just like I don't know what I want to do I'm 18 and this is mm-hmm. a difficult decision but it's a very sound and lot like she's probably just like well if you don't know what you want to do like here's a career that mm-hmm. is never gonna leave yeah you know like we're yeah. gonna need smart nurses. yeah like here's yeah. you're having trouble with making a decision here's a logical one yeah <laughs> yeah indeed it's like probably hard for her to wrap her mind around the fact that her granddaughter is gonna have like millions and millions of dollars right yeah, yeah. and like very responsibilities foreign to her own experiences yeah, yeah. i don't think mama's been cr- like christening any battleships or anything as i don't elite. think so um but anyway mia sneaks off at the zoo to the penguin enclosure to go talk with tina and tina loves the book she says yeah. it's A plus and she loves uh. that there's beer in it. Which, yeah, which is so, so cute. Funny. She was like, there's beer in it. And Mia is like, 
does Tina think I'm an alcoholic? Like, why are so, we like, here? old Mia shining through? Like, she yes. literally thinks I'm an alcoholic. She's bringing up beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Just accept the compliment and keep going. Like, it's, it's funny. She's just, it's, it's but so it is, funny. it's really cute. I love how, like, supportive of Mia, yeah. Tina, wait, yes, but Tina, yeah. there we go. <laughs> Words. Yeah. It's on brand. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, Tina is the utmost. Um, but anyway, so we finally get to what Tina needed to ask. Have she, has she asked Mia if she and JP have had sex? Which I had this marked because I said something similar when we were talking about Ransom My Heart, which was that it's she goes, it's just the sex scenes in your book seem kind of realistic. And I just couldn't help thinking that maybe you and JP have had sex, I mean, which I commented, I was like, mm-hmm. for a virgin, she's writing a very good sex scene. Like yeah. for someone who has not yeah. experienced this. True. So, I mean... It, it's not a weird jump for Tina to make. I don't think she's right. like being oh, yeah. outlandish. Right. But Mia's, Mia's pretty like taken aback by this and doesn't like <laughs> <Yeah>. really respond. <laughs> and then yeah. Tina does that thing people do where they fill the silence with more talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she <laughs> big says reveal. that the big reveal, she and Boris have been having sex since <gasps> summer break. Oh my goodness. He came to visit her family and was it Martha's Vineyard? Yes. Yep. And she couldn't resist him in a his swimsuit. bathing swimsuit. suit. Yeah. It just, it was too <laughs> much. It was too much to handle. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mia's like, can't even talk. Yeah. But Tina, <laughs> yeah. Tina thinks the book is about Michael. Because she's like, yeah. oh, it's about a handsome knight who returns and a woman who's committed to her people. And Mia's like, no, <laughs> like, How it's do not we about, feel about this. I think it's fair. I think that's a fair assumption because we didn't really say that when we were talking about it. But no. like, I don't <laughs> disagree with this interpretation at all. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, all right, I can see it. I also think Tina stands as the voice of reason for honestly this whole section. Mm-hmm. True. Good Mia's point. like, doing her little dramatic you know assumption game and tina's like but what if (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and like i think i definitely think tina's assertion is is accurate like it does have a lot of similarities to Mm -hmm. mia's real life um but she's kind of i guess like she kind of freaks out about that she's like oh my god michael's reading it right now what if what if he thinks that (laughs) um which i i don't know i feel like you might I don't know maybe he would but she says something funny I guess it's on my page um 161 she was like I should have known about Tina and Boris they mm-hmm. hadn't been doing any PDA at school there must have been else something going on such as major play under the sheets after school when Mr. and Mrs. Polkowski were in home <laughs> <laughs> I find this interesting because in true Mia fashion she does almost immediately contradict herself when she's going down the list of people who she knows have had sex which like we'll get into that one and we get to it in a couple pages but she immediately contradicts herself with Kenneth and Lily who she say can't keep their hands off each other mm-hmm. so right. that's how she knows they have had sex yeah she, just, <laughs> she doesn't just know like, <laughs> no idea. she is she has no idea um but she she gets taken away by the family before she can really reply to Tina so Tina's still under the assumption that Mia and JP have done it oh yeah in capital letters their assumption and yeah yeah, i think so um especially since you know she and boris have been secretly doing it like why wouldn't mia you know yeah um so they go to applebee's 
because <laughs> that's where Papa wanted to go. And she pretty much like ba- begs JP to come with her and he yeah. says no. And he still hasn't read the book. I mm, find that so, uh, uh, I don't know, what's the word? Like, I think that that really is shines a light on JP a lot for how yeah. much Mia says he respects her and like, yep. will wait for her and blah, blah, blah. And he cares so much about her. But the fact that he hasn't even tried to start, like as busy as he is, he hasn't even mm-hmm. tried. He hasn't even yeah. been like, I'm sorry, I'm so busy. Like I've read the first chapter and like, oh my gosh, right. it's so great. Like the first, like, I love it so much. I can't wait to read the rest. Like, but obviously yeah, I, busy right now. I would not have expected him to read the whole thing no. yet, like Tina did, but I would have at least expected him to like crack it open and mm-hmm. read a page or two at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he has yeah, actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. For sure. Which is not something that Mia gets. Yeah. <laughs> um, but maybe she will. Speaking of Mia, she's 18. Woo-hoo. What's her birthday? I love this little section. It reminds me so much of uh, Sweet 16 Princess or Party Princess. Which one did she? Uh, Princess in Pink. Pinches in pink. Yeah. Where she turns uh, 15. And we have yeah. a very similar passage where she's like, I'm up in the morning. And like, I, again, she, <laughs> she hasn't slept very much. This right. seems to be a trend for her the night before her birthday. But mm-hmm. she's, her reaction to being 18 is significantly different to her reaction to turning 16, which is that she's just like, all right. I'm an adult. <laughs> All right. I don't like, feel cool. any different. I don't feel any different. But like, she's not freaked out about not feeling any different. She's just like, "All right, cool. Like, here we yeah. are. That's well, exciting. That's also kind of because she's freaking out about the virgin. That's very yes. true. Yeah, her freaking she out is thinking over to the side. She is absolutely like, I'm the last virgin at AEHS. She's listing everybody who's done it. <laughs> and let's turn about. our attention to page 167. Yes. Perrin <laughs> and Ling Su. Well, no can we talk about <laughs> who right before that she says she talks about Shamika and she says yes. she told me last year she busted out in 10th grade I thought that wording <laughs> was so weird too so weird <laughs> but more importantly again but more importantly as you said Perrin and Ling Su no comment, no comment. Mm. one judgmental Mia yep Two. Well, I mean, maybe she's being polite. Maybe she's being know. polite. I feel like, but after she said someone really busted out, <laughs> like, <laughs> why be polite now? Yeah, you're true. You're right. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, again, well, I guess we haven't really talked about this this yet. But I didn't pick up on this as a teenager. Not at all. I thought she again, was just I like mean, Perrin no. and Lingsu yeah. must be sluts. Like, <laughs> again, like you, uh, Jordan, told me to be like on the lookout for in book nine when mm-hmm. um, Perrin is the first person to shoot their shot mm-hmm. for Mia's affection after she and Michael break up. And I like I you you told me to be on the lookout for it like early, early on, and I was like, mm-hmm. you're crazy. <laughs> and then of course we had Indigo Girls fan as her I am name, and yep. like, and of course she did. She was the Perrin was the first person to shoot their shot, um, unfortunately, unsuccessfully. She went for it, yeah. But, but um, yeah, as an adult, I see it. As a teenager, yeah. I absolutely did not. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yep. She says, uh, "I'm 18. I'm a princess, and I'm a virgin. At this point in my life, I might as well be a unicorn." <laughs> um, but she also talks about like 
she's thinking a lot about Tina saying like wanting to jump Boris's bones and how she just yeah. doesn't feel that way about JP. Basically, the quote other thing she's been mentioning is she's not attracted to him. Like she doesn't want to make out with him. She oh, so this is the other thing. Yes, that we yes. okay, okay. Jumping so his bones has just never occurred to me. Yeah, and That's she so even interesting. And she, she kind of, to me at least, is like trying to justify it by being like, well, I've never had the chance to test my boundaries because he's so respectful and perfect. Mm-hmm. But she does admit, she's like, I had my sex drive with Michael yesterday when we were like fighting over mm-hmm. my iPhone. Yeah. Like, yes. Okay. That is, okay. That's he doesn't, he doesn't warm her loins like <laughs> Michael did. <laughs> <laughs> he, she's just not in, she's just not attracted to him is basically what it is. Um, Oof, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what she's so been alluding to. Interesting that she hasn't like thought that that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's like half the point of like a partner, like a relation, romantic relationship. Yeah. I mean, in typical fashion I guess yeah like well I mean I and that's not crazy like even that's like why all people say like to each their own because every Mm -hmm. person has a thing that they find attractive about someone and that's like how you get start that's how you procreate yeah (laughs) and she says like he's hot I'm just like I don't have the hots for him yeah Yeah. um so there's he has to feel that I don't think he has the hots for her either if he's I, never made a move ever. Yeah, if you haven't tried to, like, grab yeah. something, I mean, yeah. He's a boy. He's a seven, 18-year-old boy. We, yeah. This comes <laughs> up in a few pages. Yeah. And Lana, for once in her life, makes a good point. <laughs> yes, she does. Yeah. We, will, we will talk about that in just yeah. a minute. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyway. So she's not attracted to JP. Life's not easy for unicorns. We're a dying breed, she says. I thought that was very funny. Love but that <laughs> she gets her um, annual princess stipend now, uh, which I think is crazy to give an 18-year-old what I'm sure is a lot of money. She says she could rent an apartment on Park Ave for she it. She couldn't buy, so. but she could rent. Yeah. Which, yeah. in that case, couldn't you just get a mortgage? Um, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know uh, how Park Ave works. Yeah, that's true. I guess you probably have to buy outright. But that's interesting. That's very yeah, interesting. Yeah. I feel like that's, I don't know. I guess we we have talked about how Mia is pretty fiscally responsible other than that. Other than one, recycling bins. <laughs> other, other than recycling bins and other than that one like shopping spree at Bergdorf's. Like she's mm-hmm. not, she's not one to spend money like crazy. No, she's, she's no. not um, frivolous. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this, and the whole, her birthday stipend or, um, you know, one year stipend comes up in the conversation with her dad, which I also, I just think it's a really cute conversation. It's so very cute. Up yeah. And they like have the whole, I just, I love how this book has so many like little throwbacks to like yeah. her as a baby. Mm-hmm. She got the hiccups and was like a total freak as she Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he says how much she's matured since then. Yeah. It's a very sweet conversation. And he's like trying not to cry. And <laughs> yeah, it's cute. I love it. We love yeah. it. Philippe's a big old softy. He can't yeah. pretend like he's not. And I like, mean, yeah, we grew up with these books. Like, Mm-hmm. like when we were you know we were a lot younger when the first one came out than when like the 10th one came out and so I feel like it's especially nostalgic at like age 28 like 29 30 because it's like we like grew up with her yeah, yeah. absolutely agreed oh, yeah, well definitely. said 
And um, I also wanted to mention Mia's mom makes her a collage for her birthday of like memories of her first 18 years. My mom always used to make collages too. Like my mom was the collage queen. So this felt very, this struck me on a personal level. Um, And I really, I thought that was nice. Very Helen. It's funny because my last name is Ellen. (laughs) Look at these connections. That's really funny. Um, Anyway, so good start to her birthday. She goes to school to give Lily her what was once a fake article but is now a real thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um, Her interview with Michael. Mm -hmm. Because Lily's that, the, what's the word, editor of the Mm -hmm. Atom. And Lily's kind of like, oh, uh, happy birthday. And Mia's like, she remembered. Like, well, yeah. It yeah, hasn't been like, that yeah. long. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she mentions she and Kenneth are going to come to the party. Yeah. And she says thanks. And like, genuinely says thank you. Yeah. Which is she's, very nice. She's touched by the invitation. Yeah. I, I have to say, like, especially listening to y'all on the pod, like, Lily is a shitty friend. Like, that's an objective <laughs> fact, right? And there's, like, a yes. lot of bad moments. But I do think it's cute on like 172, she brings up this like little memory of like Lily putting in names of deities and yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, like they mm-hmm. did have like these fun little friend moments. And like Mia yeah. is really did feel this huge loss from Lily, even though Lily was like literally a sociopath without <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we talked about that some in the the sec the last section i guess when they're at the um the event at columbia and mia's just mm-hmm. kind of watching the family together and feeling very sad it is it, it is sad that they've lost that friendship but i do think it's they're becoming more cordial especially in this section there's more discussion and lily says yeah. she has a surprise for mia but mm-hmm. she can only give it to her if she comes to the party and so of course mia's like she gonna like hijack the yacht and blow right. it up in the name of yeah. free love or whatever she yeah. says <laughs> um which seems a little dramatic but i guess that is who mia is um yeah. mm-hmm. and i mean well no spoilies we'll get to it what we just we don't see we she doesn't give her the present oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't okay so, um <laughs> but she does lily does say look i don't want to fight anymore and mia's like which shocked nice. yeah right because they Which hadn't is, talked about it. I guess, like, yeah, that's such, like, that is such a maturity thing, too, yeah. of, like, actually. Acknowledging you're fighting. Yeah, acknowledging that you're fighting yeah. and acknowledging that, like, acknowledging you don't want to do it anymore, too. Mm-hmm. Which, even if, I don't know, if they have, like, a whole conversation about it, which I think they, like, briefly speak on their issues later on. Like, I mean, it's kind of like a mention, but, like, this is nice that we have a both of them are like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore. I like, I like, I like hanging out with you. You're yeah. my friend. <laughs> yeah. It seems like a big step mm-hmm. um, toward, yeah. toward a resolution. Um, and Mia makes a list of reasons why Lily wouldn't want to be her friend. And she says in the list, because she thinks I stole her boyfriend. Thanks. <laughs> she still thinks I stole her boyfriend. Yes. Which Shut um, up. I mean, like at this point, you did, ma'am. But we talked <laughs> right. so much in book nine about her being like, I don't know what I ever did to her. And she clearly knows at least, a, yeah, you know, like, why it's a Lily step was toward mad. progress, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I mean, but she's certainly not owning it by any no, means. No. She thinks I stole her boyfriend. Yeah, she's not taking responsibility for her actions. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, but you know. That's that's how we grow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 
But anyway, right before she leaves, Lily gives me like an envelope and says, Michael told me to give you this. And inside, literally the sweetest thing ever. So sweet. It's a little Princess Leia USB drive with a copy of her book on it. And the note is like, because you never remember to back anything up. Love, Michael. Love, love fucking (laughs) love Michael. And but he says he read it in one night, too, which is understandable because he's a fucking genius right he probably has a he probably like you know in those like crime shows well in criminal minds like spencer reed just like reads by like doing his finger down the page <laughs> yeah. like that's what michael does hacked into the mainframe <laughs> right <laughs> but he says dear mia what can i say i don't know all that much about romance novels but i think you must be the stephen king of the genre your mm. book is hot. hot thanks for letting me read it anyone who doesn't want to publish it is a fool like Such that's a good note. Yeah, so nice. And even if he doesn't mean it, like whatever it, it's nice that he took the time to read her book and to respond. That oh, is yeah. so that, that means a lot. That means a lot. She says, I mean, is there any higher compliment a boy can give a girl? No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. true. And I like that he mentions, he slides in like a, we know each other very well by being mm-hmm. like, I know you never remember to back anything up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the details, y'all, like right? Princess Leia in her Hoth outfit, which is mm-hmm. her favorite. Of true. Good like, point. He's really trying here. Yeah. I think anyone with half a brain would realize that he is showing expressing his interest like if you, uh, okay to be fair like he is a man a man who's not <laughs> yes. interested in a girl doesn't do things like this no absolutely no. not it's, i'm and sorry just it just doesn't happen. wondering <laughs> i just looked up what that costume is because i was uh, her princess Leia's uh um outfit on hoth is that all white night that all white like snow uniform with like the best mm. um oh that one's harder to find probably probably it's not her like signature look yeah it's not her signature look and yeah. it's like it's she's not she doesn't have her normal buns she has like the like braids across her hair so mm-hmm. just just in case anyone's wondering which one that is <laughs> i'll post a picture of it um with a yeah. usb drive so you can get the full effect um so and- anyway we love that so cute and the love michael comes up michael yes the rest of the section like multiple times i like wrote down each time it comes up (laughs) oh yeah do you know like how many times it comes up it comes up um after like this section meaning like starting monday may 1st world history it comes up Mm -hmm. three more times in our section yeah so she's he signed it love michael living in her mind rent free Mm. yes for sure (laughs) i mean and you don't sign something love without I mean I sign like cards and stuff to my parents love but that's because I love them like I wouldn't sign some like a work email yeah like it does have some meaning behind it I think yeah um but anyway so she's freaking out about it about the USB drive and the note uh and she can't find any of her friends before school and she (laughs) she thinks that (laughs) Tina told them all about her book and they hate it and they're avoiding her she's (laughs) so fucking crazy yeah. Which, and JP still hasn't read it. He shows Ugh. up at school. Happy yeah. birthday. You look beautiful. I have not read your book yet. Yeah. Shut up, Eight. JP. Like, that's just, it's so rude. <laughs> yeah, he's the yeah. worst. But turns out they surprised her with, like, a day of playing hooky. Grandmere faked yet another emergency. <laughs> Family emergency. <laughs> and they go to Elizabeth Arden Red Door Spa. Except Perrin and Ling Su, who care about their grades, is what she yeah, says. Because <laughs> there's nerds. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and she sure. says yeah. sometimes Gromare does kind of rock, yeah. which I love. Yeah. Um, she's so up and down about her feelings about Gromare. It's just, you know, as free as the wind in what direction it's blowing. But I think so that's Gromare, fair, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Gromare goes to, like, have an ingrown toenail removed or something. Ugh. And yeah. the girls are all talking about prom and all the suites at the Waldorf or where to, wherever prom is are gone. And Lana is staying at the Four Seasons because that was the only hotel that had suites left because she needs two bathrooms. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That is I didn't insane. even know that hotel suites had two bathrooms. I didn't either. I'm so glad you said that. I, I have a fun story about that. Okay. I think so. I my husband and I went to Vegas like a year ago, and at Caesars, our room wasn't ready, and so they and it was like 8 p.m. and so they upgraded us to a suite, and it had one and a half bathrooms, which was pretty oh. cool. Oh. Um, but I don't think I think it like you have to be in like the presidential like three bedroom suite to have two bathrooms like I've never that's the only time I've ever seen it or even heard of it I tried to look up how much it would cost and I couldn't even find one so <laughs> I don't think so it's silly. Well, um, it's really funny though yeah it was very, so the upgrade wait, was we... very cool there was a tv in the mirror in the bathroom <laughs> oh, <wow>. that's really <laughs> <It> was neato <laughs> <laughs> so it's are they saying there's no rooms at all or they're saying no suites she said there's no suites at like Wall-Wall anywhere North. nearby i think because yeah. they're staying like uptown so yeah or down like kind of uppity because like they could just stay in a normal room right but <laughs> all the rooms at the prom hotel are booked oh gotcha gotcha okay okay all the, i think all the suites like nearby are booked as well gotcha um, yeah so yeah and, and Lana refuses to stay anywhere that just has one bathroom. So the Four Seasons it is. I love this, but Trisha's like, she's like, I don't care. I'm not sharing a bathroom with some random guy. And But you'll have sex with them, Trisha points out. That's <laughs> different, <laughs> Lana That's said. Different. <laughs> I mean, whatever, Lana. You Live do. your life. Yeah. Um, but we learn in this conversation me and JP haven't even been p- past first base. Which is wild. Yeah. That's... They've been together almost two years. And they're 18. Yeah. They're yeah. they're adults. Um, but Tina's <laughs> like, oh, Mia, can I tell them? And Mia thinks she means about being a virgin. <laughs> and so she, like, blurts it out, like, I'm a virgin. And Tina's like, oh, I meant can I tell them about your book? But they don't care about the virgin thing. They're super yeah. interested in the book. Because why would you? Why Lana's you like, you like typed it? <laughs> yeah. Why? I think Trisha so looks stunning. Why would you do that? Yeah. They don't get it. I mean, Lana's incredible. like, oh my God, it's like that book that I wrote when I was seven about how Lana world. went to the circuit. Yeah. yeah. Got- <laughs> it's so funny. Like they don't get it at all. And Mia's shocked that they don't they're not interested in the fact that she's a virgin yeah um but lana does point out like you were saying a minute ago jossie that it's weird that jp hasn't shown any interest whatsoever Mm -hmm. she's like he's a guy it's weird i agree (laughs) i think that's not sweet that's weird and it is weird it's super weird it's not and like not that guys should be like pawing at you or like pressuring you at all but like it's I think that's a red flag that Mia mm-hmm. is overlooking completely. Yeah. Like, it's either gay or not interested. Yeah. Which either not ideal if you're dating, if you're a woman dating a man. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. You probably want someone who's interested in you. Yeah. Probably. I don't want to assume anything, but. And that, um, like, neither of them have, like, brought it up with each other. mm -hmm. Like, that's not a great sign because, like, you should really be having a conversation Mm -hmm. about where this is going. And she mentions at some point in this section, like, Michael and I, like, I had to tell Michael no all the time. (laughs) I never have to tell JP that. Um, and then and that Michael she, respected it too. I mean, I feel like yes. you should throw that in there. He would like, yes. he would stop. It, it wasn't like a, like a scary no. It was like, yeah. a, no, we'll stop now. Um, <laughs> but anyway, she also tells them about Michael smelling better than JP. Um, which <laughs> of course. Dickhead. She's like, well, I told her to buy cologne. Yeah. I tried, it didn't work. <laughs> and it's, I mean, you know, she's obviously, it's not the smell of the cologne. It's the smell of his his sexy michael pheromones yeah. <laughs> um but mia's like all in a tizzy and she's like there's more to a relationship than sex and all the pedicures <laughs> <laughs> and she's like well there is and they're like uh-huh yeah absolutely sure. Your there totally is mm-hmm. sure that was so funny yeah that was cute and she's like, just because I think Michael smells better than JP doesn't mean I'm still in love with him. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think Lana says it. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it absolutely does mean that, or it, it at least means you are more interested in him than you yeah. are in JP. Yeah. Um, Lana also suggests a great name change for Rinse in My Heart. Put it in my candy hole. Yes. yes. <laughs> great. Great idea. Yeah. What? Love it. A suggestion in, in the French version. Put it. They translate it to plus profondement, which just means more deeply. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's hilarious! Oh my goodness, that is so funny. That's fucking hilarious! <laughs> I wonder how they decided to do that. <laughs> I know. I guess you can't translate candy hole in French. Yeah, I guess candy hole doesn't have the same. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm I'm delighted to learn that. That's really funny. Um, great suggestion, Lana. We're probably going to keep it as is, but <laughs> <laughs> we love your creative impulses. So, okay, the big party. It's the party on the yacht, the birthday party. So exciting. Mia's nervous that JP is going to embarrass her mm-hmm. because of the whole, oh, I'm going to make this prom thing right. Um, yeah, he says yeah. like in the hallway, doesn't he? He's like, I haven't mm-hmm. forgotten. I have yeah. a plan. I have a present and a prom thing or whatever mm-hmm. and she's like Ugh. oh god yeah. what does that mean and like I'm sure if Michael had said something like that to her when they were dating she would have been so excited yeah I think yeah she used true. to crave romant big grand romantic gestures from Michael yeah and now she's terrified of one from JP yeah um that's so true but she's watching all the people show up and all the celebrities. Like, she's, like, hiding, I guess, in one of the yacht rooms watching. Because she has to make, like, an entrance. So of she's, course. like, below deck. Right. right. Um, I, have a, I have a question for the listeners. Ooh. So the first, the first celebrity she mentions in my copy um, on page 189 is there's Donald Trump and his wife. LOL, Ugh, she doesn't even mention yeah. the name. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. Meg is like pretty clear, as is Mia on like the poli- their politics. Mm-hmm. This was clearly written pre 2016. So if anyone has a more recent copy of this book, <gasps> is Trump invited? Because like he shouldn't be. Yeah. yeah. Good question. Mine also question. says Trump and his wife first. Yeah. 
Um, which I mean, at the time too, which we've said this like a billion times, like he, even at this point, he hadn't even started the whole birther bullshit yet. Yeah. So he was, was his still... wife, even Melania at this point. Yeah. They got married in like 2005 oh. or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sure they anticipated it would be a new one. I know. Uh, yeah. right. People <laughs> were reading this. So it just says yeah. Trump and his wife. Yeah. Um, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yes. If you are listening and you have a copy that's newer than ours. We probably all have like close to the first run of The Prince. Um, yeah. Please let us know if it says Donald Trump and his wife. Yeah, it'd be very. Or who yeah, it I'm, says? Yeah. I can't believe everyone who's showing up for the shindig. So many celebrities. Insert name here. Um, <laughs> interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, yeah. Also, speaking of celebrities, Madonna is the entertainment. Which yeah, is like kind yeah. of a big deal. Yeah, which <laughs> Grammar had initially planned on having a different musical entertainer for my 18th birthday, Pavarotti. But unfortunately, or sorry, but, but fortunately, fortunately. <laughs> he died. No offense, he was awfully nice, but opera is kind of hard to dance to. Mia. I love that Mia. line. <laughs> Mia. Good lord. Talk about insensitive. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she sees JP talking to the paparazzi and is like, why do I think he's going to mention his play? Right. Like, and she says he looks hot. Right. Yeah. To be fair, if I had a chance to talk to, pop- talk to paparazzi, I'd probably mention our podcast. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, true. So, you know, I, I mean, get it. Yeah. Um, but the Moskovitzes arrive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they look so pretty. Lily has her camera bag that like matches her dress. Yeah. Which is they both are black. So I don't know. I mean, it's like a velvet (laughs) camera bag too. I don't know. Fancy. Um, But yeah, she says that everyone looks pretty. Like uh, Mrs. Dr. Moskowitz looks great. And she's wearing like a red dress with her hair all done up. Um, And then, of course, Michael. I mean, Michael. Michael. He looks beautiful. She swims. Yeah. Yes. Um, the captain says there's too many people to sail. Mm, Grandmere tells Mia to kick some people off. <laughs> and Mia's Mia like, literally you? <laughs> laughs in her face, mm-hmm. which I love. I love the idea of Mia just going, <laughs> yeah. what? No, you're insane. They, but they agree. Nobody gets kicked off. We'll just stay at, at the dock. Which is, I think, the the right choice. She's like, I wouldn't want to be out to sea with some of these lunatics anyway. (laughs) (laughs) True. I think she's still a little nervous that Lily's going to hijack it. Yeah. Um, But, okay, Philippe surprises her. Yeah. And love that. Not only does he surprise her with his presence, he surprises her with a present, which is Princess Amelie's tiara. Amazing. How cool of a gift is that? I mean, yeah, that's pretty fabulous so i mean fun. if anybody deserves it she and does. she says that it fits her perfectly it doesn't feel like it's about to fall off like her other tiara like this one fits like a glove i love that i think that's so symbolic too how her old tiara didn't like fit mm-hmm. quite right but now this new one does like it's oh, yeah. very much like oh i'm coming yeah. into my role as princess very nice Aww. i also want to point to on page 194 the like diary entry title just because i think it's hilarious oh, it's hilarious it's like, six lines yes weird when she's on the front of the boat yeah she's like Um, i don't know anything about boats (laughs) it's like it's the royal genovian yacht clarice three weird overhang part just off the place where they steer where leo and kate stood in the titanic and leo said he was the king of the world i don't know what it's called i don't know anything about boats but it's (laughs) it's cold up here and i wish i had a coat boats in all caps yeah um 
but yeah, no, she she's in a in a tizzy at that point because a lot has just gone down. Right. Um. Right. Oh, but Angelina Jolie did give Grammer her invitation to the Domino Array. Yes. Um. As well as Mia, she and got Mia, one. Yes. Um. So stuff's happening at the party. Philip and Miss Martinez. Philippe and Miss Martinez are dancing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little close. So Mia chats with Michael, Lily, and Kenneth. Um. And they're talking about college. And Michael's like, I find it really hard to believe you didn't get in anywhere. Yeah. Um, and she's kind of like, Meh! and he knows how bad the University of Genovia is, too. Yeah. And he, and mentions- he specifically mentioned, oh, sorry, you were going to know. He ahead. specifically mentioned Sarah Lawrence, which doesn't accept SAT scores um, and has a great writing program. Yes. Yeah. I tried to look up like where this where Sarah Lawrence like ranks on U.S. News and World Report, but like so. Oh shoot! Fun fact about me is I used to be a college admissions counselor. Oh Oh, really? So (laughs) I'm very familiar with U.S. News rankings. Oh. Um, And actually, fun fact about Sarah Lawrence because I I worked at um shout out to Skidmore College in upstate New York, which is near Sarah Lawrence, and Sarah Lawrence um like gave a talk at a conference that I went to, and actually they now um. They used to like not only not require the SAT or ACT, but they would like rip it up. They were like super dramatic about it. <laughs> and now <laughs> they've gone back to being just like optional. Like you can submit it because I guess it hurt their application numbers or something. Oh, or it hurt their ranking, I think also. Um, but honestly, uh-huh. it's not ranked. I think it's not ranked as highly as it was mm-hmm. when the book came out. Yeah. Um, I felt fun. like I remembered it being ranked really high, but it wasn't it wasn't super high when I looked the other day. Yeah. Isn't that where Kat in 10 Things I Hate About You goes? Or yeah. That's where she wants to go? Yeah. yeah. And he says, what is he sa- The dad says something funny. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, he mentioned Sarah Lawrence. That was, in- that's interesting about that. They used to tear up. <laughs> so, so dramatic. I love, I love the, the energy. theater of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, JP walks up and is like, oh, Mike, you're back. He calls him Mike. Yeah, what is that? Mike. He fucking calls yeah. him Mike. Which is funny Wait, because Mike? in book seven, JP's dad called him Mike. And JP's <gasps> like, it's Michael. Oh, yeah, he does. Wow. I didn't mm. remember that. And Boris, like a good the good girlfriend he is, says, Michael's been back for a while. His robotic mm. surgical arm is a huge financial success. Blah, 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 blah. And yeah, Tina elbows him like, how great Michael up. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so JP, obviously not wanting to be standing in a conversation with his girlfriend's ex-millionaire ex-boyfriend any longer, drags Mia up on stage and prom poses with a three-carat diamond ring. What the fuck is Three going carats on? is fucking huge. That's insane. That's huge. For a promise ring, apparently yeah. a promise ring too. And like, what the fuck? What but people fuck? couldn't hear what he said it was so loud everyone was cheering it looked like he was proposing even if they could hear you would think he was proposing because he has a ring and he's on one knee yeah yeah and he that was obviously intentional of course it was like he obviously loves attention there's some Um, there you know but mia's shocked and she looks around and she sees michael walk out she sees him leave as this is happening and in this moment she realizes that she was holding out hope that they would get back together which oh, is it's sad. so sad and she's like <laughs> she's like I didn't think it was possible for him to, for my heart to break again but yeah. there it is mm. and you're just like uh no really sad. also I don't know how you she, I feel like 
I mean, obviously it's Mia, but she, I, she just misinterprets it because if I were to see someone, if I were to see someone see me get proposed to and they walked away, I wouldn't think they didn't care. I would be like, oh, they care a lot. Yeah. You know, I could, I could see how she's protecting herself by saying Mm -hmm. he doesn't care though, because I feel like that could go either way. That's true. But it is a weird time to leave if you don't care. Yeah. If you don't care, you just stay and are like, cool, congrats. Yeah. Like, oh, wow, that was wild. Uh, I I think it's a self-preservation thing. Sure. I agree. I think Mia, like, really doesn't want to get her hopes up. Even, like, unconsciously, she just, like, can't go there getting her hopes up. And she's, like... But that, this whole, like, part about, like, Michael leaving, like, this breaks my heart every time. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, immediately the line I thought of when you told me, Jordan, that we were going to be reading this section. <laughs> because, like, just, like, that line, like, it's kind of funny because I thought Michael broke my heart a long time ago, but he just sort of broke it all over again by walking out like that. It's amazing how boys can do that. Like, I don't, he's just, like, he's her, like, true love. Yeah. And- that's so, so sad true. like it's so true how that can happen like she did still have that hope even though she didn't want to yeah and I mean you can't change how you feel and I think that this whole scenario has made her realize how she felt like brought it to the forefront and in in the midst of her panic she replies with well we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> that's her what? reply to his promposal and he I think he like it, it wavers his confidence just for a second. And he's like, ah, that's my girl. <laughs> yeah. That is so strange. I just, mm-hmm. I, this whole thing is so strange, especially reading yeah. as an adult and like knowing the ending, which like obviously we're in, this is a spoil free zone, but like it's such a, like it's shining such a light on their relationship. Yeah. And yeah, how the fuck do either of them think that either the, the other one likes the other one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, how are you, how is this happening? And it's just so weird. She makes mm-hmm. like, like little comments. Like she's like, how am I supposed to know who I want to be with? And then she's like, but I have a good clue that it's not someone who hasn't even glanced at my book yet. Like, yeah, that's really bugging her. And she's trying to get over it and be like, well, he has the plane, blah, blah, blah. But like, it's mm-hmm. really bugging her. I mm-hmm. mean, as it should. Fair. Yeah. And they have a conversation about the ring. He's like, are you freaked out because of the ring? And she's like, she basically is like, I don't really like it. Yeah. And he's like, well, <laughs> Tina likes it. And she's like, oh, I'm not well, Tina. Yeah, I'm not Tina. Yeah. But then he digs in and he's like, Mia, I'm not going to leave you for Japan. Like, I'm here for you. I love you. And I was just like, you smarmy douchebag. He just (laughs) didn't another dig at Michael. Like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck up? Like, you're the boyfriend. (laughs) Like, you're winning, okay? We get Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. He just, like, takes every opportunity to be manipulative, I think. Yeah. But But also, like, how much sorry. Like, I swear this is the last thing I'm going to say about this. The fucking ring. Is three carrots. That's a huge ring. How did his did he buy it? Like, does he have that much money? Seriously. His his parents probably Mm. bought it for him. His dad was like, Oh yeah, you want like, I mean, I don't even know how much that would cost. I think like like 20 grand. Like like minimum. I'm pretty sure. Like, okay, she said it's on a platinum band. Three carat pear-shaped diamond ring. Let's look. What is it? It's from Tiffany's probably. 
I'm sure it's from Tiffany. Yeah, it's not from um, <laughs> I wonder if Tiffany even like posts prices on their yeah, website. Right. Yeah. Probably not. They're like, you have to come into the store for that. Yeah. Um, it's oh, just, it's no. so shaped engagement rings. Um, yeah, it's insane. Like, yeah, I wondered the same. But it also makes me fully think about like what we discover later on. And like, it just feels like there is a lot of people in on this. Yeah. You know? His his privilege shines through. Absolutely. In this moment. Um, but anyway, so she- Knowing her. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And he's that, like, like, this will make her happy. His logic is like, well, T- you wrote a romance novel and Tina likes those. <laughs> so like, why wouldn't you like what she likes? It's been um, 18 months and he knows nothing about her. Yeah, it's pretty fucking much. Fucking wild. Cute. But she, Mia's freaked out and she like is going to sit on the part where Leo said, I'm king of the world, blah, blah, blah. And Philippe comes up. And Philippe says that she's being rude by not accepting JP's prom invitation. And I I don't necessarily love the way he phrased it, but I agree with what he's saying. I think he he's telling her, like, you've been together two years and barring any kind of gross misconduct on his part, which, to be fair, at this point, we don't know of any gross misconduct right. on his part. He has, like, a right to expect that they're going to prom together. And I, I think he's a little harsh when he says it, but I don't disagree. Yeah, he calls yeah. her a tease. I don't know if that's really the right word. Yeah, I don't think that's the right word. But and I she I, laughs yeah. at it. Yeah. But I get what he's saying. Like she yeah. isn't being very nice. Yeah. Know, what do y'all think? I I agree. I also want to make a side note that like Mia's like, okay, like you know, going to prom with Michael wouldn't have even occurred to me, Dad. I don't know why you're pointing that out. You know, he broke up with me and also clearly doesn't care about me now. And to me, reading this as a 28-year-old who is in therapy and thinks therapy is useful, I'm like, Mia, you are not ready to quit therapy. Because <laughs> know, right? it is yeah. assumption and cognitive distortion to be like, Michael clearly doesn't care about me. Like, girl, you don't know what he thinks. Yeah. Like, you have no Good idea point. what he's thinking. You are making, you know, illog- mm-hmm. illogical conclusions. Um, so... Mia, I think you should continue therapy. (laughs) Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think I, yeah, when I, I forgot that this was like her, like, she's like, I only have two, I almost said two episodes, two sessions left. I was like, oh, that seems like a problem. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I think, I think Philippe is right that like, she should just say, I mean, not like she should just say yes, but you know, there is, if you've been going out with someone like, and we've already talked about this, that Mia kind of isn't handling this well at all. Like telling, mm-hmm. uh, telling JP that he could go with someone, take else, someone else. Yeah. Up. That's a fucked up thing to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Philippe mentions like, you can't treat him like this just because your ex-boyfriend showed back up. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I'm not. But I mm-hmm. wonder too if the reason JP went so fucking big is because he feels her kind of drifting probably good point yeah. good point whether she even realizes that she's drifting like I don't think Mia realizes that she's drifting away but I think JP yeah. and everyone around her is realizing mm-hmm. that she is starting drifting and whether I mean obviously we can attribute that to Michael but I don't because she's not like yeah. because she's not being honest with herself I think that she just thinks like oh no we're just like a ch-. she would be one of those girl like one of those people sorry not just girls like that say like oh no like things are just like changing like this is a wild time like graduation and college and like blah 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 things are happening yeah Yeah, Yeah. I agree good point 
And this trend continues in the next few pages of like other people being like, I see you, like, I see, like, this is what's happening. And she's like, no, it's not. What mm-hmm. are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So. We, I feel like we've talked about that so much with Mia that she won't accept that external information if she doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. Like she, True. she won't listen to what other people are telling her um, because she's not ready to receive it. Um, and so after she talks to Philippe, she goes back out and it's like, of course I'll go to prom with you. And then they cut a plate with her ring. Um, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? I didn't even know you could do that. Why would well, you do that? Diamond <laughs> can cut glass. Right. But like also that's. But well, should you? The ring is big <laughs> yeah. enough, I guess. Like, are you worried about it fucking breaking or something? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But anyway, Lily like kind of is like scoffs at her ring and Mia's like it's just a promise ring and Lily's like that's some big promise mm-hmm. and then we don't get her present yes Mia's like where's the surprise and it doesn't um, happen no surprise and you as like, what the surprise was sorry oh yeah have... oh, okay cool, next cool, section cool, cool. Yeah. Um, thank god yeah Jossie you <laughs> might not have heard this yet but we're to the point where Francis like doesn't remember nearly as much as I do because I read them recently so it's been like fun surprises Ooh. yeah I'm reading I'm reading the sections <laughs> as we go so I'm like sometimes I'm like ah I, don't know. I know I know it's there what's happening in my memory here? yeah <laughs> But as the evening is winding down, Tina says to Mia, like, do you think Michael left because he was, like, devastated to see that happen? And Mia takes a firm hand with her and is like, no, I think he left because I, he doesn't care. Please stop asking me this th- these things. It's really upsetting me. I love this. I do, too. Good for you for setting a boundary. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's Tina's been laying it on a little thick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. She's not wrong. I don't she's think. Not, yeah, absolutely. I don't think she's wrong. But it is like it absolutely is one of those situations where it doesn't really matter if you're right. If that what you're saying is hurtful to or not hurtful, hurting mm-hmm. someone. And Mia has every right to say, like, I really don't want to think about this right now. I yeah. really don't want to process this right now. Maybe at some point I will be processing this information differently, but right now I really need you to stop because it's only hurting me. And Tina does, she agrees. She's like, okay. Yeah. And that's a sign of growth for Mia because normally she has not been able to assert her. Very much so. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think it's, she really is like, I'm not okay with this. Please stop. Um, Which I think is great. Yeah, absolutely. And Tina of course apologizes 850 times. Oh, sorry. Generally, the price of a three-carat diamond is between $19,000 and $95,000. So it depends on the four Cs or whatever. So let's um, just say, like, it was $20,000. She spent at least twenty grand. Yeah, because a platinum crazy. band isn't cheap. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, God, that's like so. a fucking down payment. Yeah, you can buy or an entire, be. like, very nice car with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, JP is so spoiled. <laughs> So the next morning, Helen gives me a big lecture about not getting married right out of high school. Um, and she's like, it's just a promise ring, mom. Um, <laughs> Mia's, everybody's asking her to see the ring. She hates it. Um, her, but- the ring gets stuck in Shamika's braids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. <laughs> that would hurt. But like, so how bad. did that happen? No, like, actually, though, like, I swear, like, some weird shit like that has happened to me before. Like, one time my earring got stuck in someone's hair. Ooh. And it, we were literally just like hugging, and my earring got stuck in someone's hair. Yeah. And it was like, which, so like, it does happen. Like, but also, do you remember? Like, 
do you remember getting your hair stuck in those like school chairs oh god yes <laughs> you would snag so the bad. chairs really yeah. bad oh it was awful <laughs> um but yeah she doesn't like everybody asking to see the ring but she says but wearing it makes jp happy and if jp's happy i'm happy mm-hmm. like yeah. what? okay <laughs> why but the most important thing here as we wrap up this section tina's been avoiding mia and mia's like real spun up about it and she like attacks her in the bathroom (laughs) why are you avoiding me (laughs) um and she's like oh i'm not i swear and she's she's very cautious tina's very cautious to upset mia clearly and mia's like well i don't have feelings for michael i'm texting jp we're gonna do it after prom and tina's eyes are huge and she's just like uh me are you sure Mm-hmm. like being very cautious and me it's like she's being so weird blah 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 blah. <laughs> and then and then we hear a toilet flush the queen of out. the bathroom other than mia i guess yeah <laughs> lily moscovitz lily walks out lily heard it no one says anything they like just stare at each other they just <laughs> stare at each other and are just like she yeah she washes her hands like she just she's like she washes her hands she dries her hands and throws the paper towel in the thing um and and at the end of it she says uh jp has responded to her text because mia just said like make sure you get a room and he says hotel room already secured all Mm -hmm. systems go love you yep she Hmm. doesn't read into that she does not read it's interesting phrasing Mm -hmm. yes especially because we know there's no there were no rooms available there haven't been for a very long time. Yeah. I think we need a series count on how many times Lily and Mia have a moment in the bathroom. I know it's at least once per book. And in this book, it's already been twice. Yeah, this yeah. is twice. And yeah. I know there's another one. Yeah. In this book. But, so. oh man, what an ending. Mm-hmm. And Mia has a very long journal entry in the ladies room at Applebee's continuing the theme of her yes, right soul out in about always in the bathroom yeah. that's where she does her thinking um whew. I, I feel like on a, a surface level like I don't <laughs> hate that Mia is like fuck it I'm gonna have sex like I want to have sex with my boyfriend I'm gonna have sex with my boyfriend on a very surface level I'm like good mm-hmm. for you Mia for in theory decision for your life for your life like do you do what feels right and if that is what feels right for you go ahead but obviously we have all these like clues mm-hmm. that this isn't actually what she wants and that this isn't the right person to be doing because because for her it's a very big deal this isn't the person who she should be trusting herself and her body with. And so it's obviously True. very distressing. Yeah. <sighs> Especially because she... it seems more that she's obsessed with being the last unicorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, yeah. like you said, like, you know, showing like her affection with JP. Yes. Yeah. True. And she obviously like as soon as lily leaves tina's like i'm sure she won't tell michael <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um which put a pin in it put a pin in it we'll learn we'll talk about it but yeah. man what a what an ending any stray yeah. plot thoughts friends what did we miss what should we cover i mean there was a lot there was a lot i don't I, think um, so one random thing i do want to point out is that um when jp is doing his whole like huge promposal Mia's like lord knows Michael never had the guts to do this kind of thing in person which Mm -hmm. when I reread that recently I was like 
wrong. <laughs> what about Princess of My Heart, book five? And at the end of uh, Braid, when he switches yeah. with JP, he yeah. has made some some grand gestures. And um, yeah. and was it Good Valentine? Point. No, it wasn't Valentine Princess. What was her? Was it Sweet Sixteen? Sweet 16. Where did? Yeah, he like made he rented, Yeah, he yeah. made an entire ice rink for and her. Valentine Princess though. He shows up and on her yeah. on her fire escape and plays her tall drink of water. Yes. Yeah, so he he's does, made grand gestures. He has. He has definitely made grand gestures. Good point. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, I'm shut up, really, Mia. <laughs> I'm really biased. I'm really team Michael, if it wasn't clear. <laughs> That's valid. Um, we actually, it's our, was it, I guess it was our last guest, book nine, Liz, mm-hmm. was, Dr. Liz was talking about not being not team Michael. So well, that was an interesting yeah. perspective. I will say that, I that like, I think Michael has a bit of a curve and I like him better in book 10 than I like him in any other books. Mm. I think I like him better when he has matured and when Mia has matured. I think I, that, you know what? I like Michael better when Mia is more mature. That is why that's, I think better because they're more matched and she's more on the same level. So it doesn't feel so, I don't know, like pulling teeth. (laughs) Yeah. Cause, and their, their maturity difference was intense. Yeah. Less so now. Um, Do y'all want to talk about our favorite part of this section? Yes. Do you want to go first? Or Jossie, would you like to go first? Because you're our special guest. Are you sure? Yeah, of course. Okay, my favorite part, even though it's also the saddest part for me, is when, it's just the whole part when Michael's leaving, which might sound really weird because it's like devastating. But I think, just like I've been there, I kind of am there right now, like where Mm -hmm. Mia is, like, that heartbreak like it just really resonates with me and I just I feel so bad for Mia honestly like Mm -hmm. she can be so obnoxious but she's also just like so hard on herself and just like that idea of like that tiny ember of hope burning out and her like seeing the love of her life walk away like obviously it's not my favorite part because I'm like wow this is incredibly fun to read about but like (laughs) It's so real, I think. Yeah. Good pick. I agree. I mean, it's it's weird to pick like your favorite part yeah. being something so sad, but yeah. it's such a valuable and important moment. I totally, I think that's a great pick. Mine is uh, when Philippe surprises her at the party and gives her Princess Amelie's tiara. Oh yeah, that's a great moment. Yeah. And it's so quick. It's only like a paragraph long, <laughs> yeah. but I love it. I love what it represents. I'm also a big fan of surprises, <laughs> like, <good laughs> surprises, and so I love like an emotional surprise like that. So that that's my favorite. Yeah, that's a good one. I really love the um, the penguin, the penguin enclosure. <laughs> yes. I think it's just like a really fun iconic, scene. <laughs> and it's so iconic too because that's definitely a scene that I re- like. That was when I had a definite memory of of like Tina and Boris did it. Like, yeah, and Tina has this whole like thing, and she's like, Oh my god, we did it! Like, we both didn't keep our promise, thank goodness. And it's it's just a cute moment between them, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's like fun to like get backstories on other characters that we don't always get to see what's going on in their lives. I would love a book about Tina. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) Um, good picks, friends, love those, yeah. Does anybody have any favorite lines that we haven't covered? I think I read all I mine. I think I got all mine. Jossie, you've oh, got to have some. Yeah. Oh, I do, but like <laughs> on and on. 
Um, <laughs> the one where she's at the, it's at the very end um, of the, oh my gosh, where is it? It's at the very end of, I'm just going to give you the page number. Um, it's page 150 and she's it's just like so typical Mia being so dramatic like I should just go over to 8th street buy a wig from one of the drag queens <laughs> in town you know no one's but how am I gonna ditch my bodyguard yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, you're so ridiculous yeah she's she's a lot <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a good one. yeah I think that's kind of it honestly like a lot of the ones the other ones I have are just kind of like the entire page of 204 yeah <laughs> we don't need to read that it's very like it, it is an emotional section for sure I mean absolutely especially as connected as we all are to these characters yeah it, it gets deeper and deeper every time you read it yeah, yeah. what was the word for mu- what was the French term for much deeper or whatever oh, yeah <laughs> profondement more deeply <laughs> that's um, my favorite I have to ask, are you two like hopeless romantics and or does this book slash section bring out the hopeless romantic in you or not so much? I'm probably more so than Francis, but I don't <laughs> think either of us are hopeless romantics. Yeah, um, I don't think either of us are super. I mean, like, obviously you had like you're married and like have I don't really do relationships very well <laughs> I think I'm a little mushier than Francis but like neither no neither of us is hopeless romantics no I I do think probably we're just because of how d- deep into the text we are yeah we're more connected to these characters than like anything else and maybe mm-hmm. more of that comes out in the podcast than like in our real lives <laughs> sure yeah but absolutely that would be my assessment no, I don't know my- do we sound not, do we sound very cold on the podcast? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I was just wondering because like I said, like I feel this so deeply and I'm like, mm-hmm. is this me like relating, like over empathizing with Mia, which is no. like probably the case, but also. I don't think so. I think we just love these characters. Yeah. And, like my yeah. friend Bruna and I constantly are having this conversation. She's engaged and she's getting married in like September and her um, fiance is uh very um not emotional like he's just like a normal human (laughs) but so he's like a normal amount of romantic and like she Brenna like Jordan and I are kind of like okay (laughs) (laughs) but he like we constantly are talking about like she'll tell me all these like really cute things like one time he was on like really heavy steroids so his emotions were all out of whack and he started crying talking about how they were going to grow old together (laughs) but but she was and I was like oh god and she was like I know right like I was like dude I appreciate that but I'm really tired like I have to go to sleep <laughs> see I awed at that and Francis was like Ugh. yeah I was like, that sums I was it like up. that's yeah like I was like oh wow that's funny <laughs> that's a lot. yeah that's hilarious no like I would give I would say on a scale of one to ten I'm like a six or a five <laughs> like if 10 is the most romantic yeah. Yeah. I'm probably like a five or a six I think. where would you rate yourself Jossie 10 full 10 um I don't know I feel like maybe like an eight my my ex was like super romantic which I think like fed a lot into that mm-hmm. um and I like see a lot of my ex in this book honestly mm-hmm. um 
but I would say now I honestly I waffle between being like a three and like a nine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's Mia. I feel like that's so yeah. Mia. Yeah. <laughs> She's I'm in between sure, like, a two and a nine yeah. always. Yeah. <laughs> I just try not to react on it the way Mia does, which is hopefully yeah. a uh, little more like think before you act is good. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's an interesting question. Yeah. Um I think I hear something though. I, yeah, yeah, I'm getting some feedback. Yeah. Um, I think it might be our pop culture machine. Yay. So we have very little pop culture. And I also have a thought I would like to share after I share our pop culture. Um, so we have Kim Possible, which we talked about. Obviously. Um, amazing show, Classic. 2002, 2007. And didn't they do like, they did like a live action Kim Possible movie? Mm-hmm. Um, I think so for like the channel yeah I think yeah <laughs> presumably yeah um, <laughs> I just then, meant I don't think it was like a theatrical film. oh yeah no no yeah it was for like yeah it was on Disney channel um which obviously an incredible incredible show um and then Intervention which started in 2005 and apparently is still on I used to love that show I loved that show oh, I was obsessed which so is like addicting it, yeah. <laughs> appropriate oh yeah sorry I shouldn't have said that it's a great show <laughs> okay. so, these are the only two pop culture references we have and you know it's something I noticed mm. we have had significantly less pop culture represent references since Miss Martinez mentioned oh should oh. stop relying on pop culture whoa wow I can't believe that you just made that connection how do we feel about that like do you think I'm just pulling this out of my ass or do you think that because I've I mean well she mentions she lists off a bunch of celebrities at her party but we've probably literally talked about all of them it's a lot and that's it yeah yeah she also does mention on page 168 she says lana says jp makes matt damon from the born movies like oliver from hannah montana (laughs) yeah um yeah we've i think we've definitely talked about matt damon i don't know if hannah montana's come up it has oh really yeah hannah because she she says something about um she mentions it like in the last section i believe because they're comparing michael and jp and they're like bodies and stuff i think she's we've talked about yeah about the miss martinez thing you're right there have been significantly less because even though like i don't do like redos like stuff that we've already talked about like there are still like i i do a lot less underlining yeah which is interesting which is when you point that out i never thought about that before but that does make sense because i feel like they've kind of gotten they they have a better relationship now i'm assuming meaning her and miss martinez because Ms. Martinez was her advisor. Right. Yeah. Clearly, she likes her somewhat to be her advisor. And also, Mia's been so focused on like the novel writing that maybe she wasn't. It sounds like honestly, she was spending all her time writing her books, and maybe she's not as as obsessed with pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that is a very astute point. I fully buy into that. Meg, can you confirm? Yeah. (laughs) Let us know. Let us know if we're just reading it. Correlation or causation? Yeah. Yeah. It, that is so interesting. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Um, Jossie, with your permission, we would love to do a millennial this or that. Yes. <laughs> yes. So fun. Yay. Okay. So I'm going to read you a list of things we millennials experienced and you pick one or the other. Okay. okay. So inflatable furniture or see-through phones? Inflatable furniture. Choker necklaces or studded belts? Ooh, choker necklaces. 
NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? Backstreet Boys all the way. Ooh, okay. I, feel, I feel like people are the most committed. On yeah. That. It's either NSYNC <laughs> or Backstreet Boys and yeah. people are always like a hard choice. Yeah. Uh, trucker hats or low rise jeans? Ugh, neither. If I have to choose <laughs> low rise jeans. All right. Brittany or Xtina? Brittany. Pokemon. Oh yeah, for sure. Pokemon or Tamagotchi? Pokemon. Lizzie McGuire or That's So Raven? Ooh. So basic white girl of me, but Lizzie McGuire. I, I loved the movie growing up. I still watch it all the time. The Real World or Pimp My Ride? Um, Pimp My Ride, but what I was actually obsessed with was that show Next. Ooh, oh my yeah. God, Next was so good. Do you remember they had all Zac those weird Efron fun was on? Zach Efron was on it? Oh, wait, no. Zach Efron was on Room Raiders. Oh, oh my God. Room Sorry. Raiders. <laughs> Different They one. always blacklighted the room. <sighs> so weird. So gross. Okay, last one. I feel like at this point, enough episodes about this are out. Tub thumping or mbop? Mbop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you know what tub thumping is? I learned it. I learned what it was from your podcast. Okay. okay. We've educated someone. That's so exciting. Yeah. Huzzah. Fun. Thank you for engaging in that with us. Um, yeah, thank you. So dated social norms. I had a couple. Promise rings being one. I feel like that's kind of chuggy to use a modern term. <laughs> um, what the fuck does that mean? I don't chuggy. Yeah. It means like I saw it the other day and I was like, like out of it means like out of style. God. But like <laughs> recently out of style. Like farmhouse chic is chuggy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Oh my god. Love a mason jar though. They're very useful for storage. For sure. Um, <laughs> so like but I don't know are promise rings still like cool? I don't know. I think that's I don't know. I think just to me way? was like kind of. Mm. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I know anyone who had a promise ring ever. The like even Brothers. in the south, like which seems like that would be like a thing. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. I didn't know um, anyone. I feel like one. promise rings are something oh. that like happen in books. No, that with that guy we went to high school with who married his girlfriend like right oh, out of high school. He right. they did like a promise ring thing. I think that's right. I forgot about that, and that turned out great. I don't know. <laughs> did it not? <laughs> That was, um, he, uh, so basically Jordan and I went to a really small high school, right? We started the year with 26 people on Jordan's birthday. Two people were expelled for drugs. Yes. Um, yes. Aw, I liked him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then down the line. So we talked about, we had senior theses we had to do, right? And mm-hmm. they were like a full year project. I distinctly remember this. So this one kid, oh right he didn't do his he didn't do his period like at all and like normally his mom would do his schoolwork for him anyway so like <laughs> basically he just so he didn't graduate with us oh I didn't the remember other, that that's 23 yeah. graduated the other guy and there was one more <laughs> the other guy was this guy who had the promise ring he oh that's a, who I was thinking of yes he had a whole senior thesis we had to do these presentations and everything he did his he did his fucking presentation he did everything and then for some reason, he confessed that his fiance had done his thing for him. And so he, they like gave him the opportunity to redo it and he just never did. Oh no. Why Isn't would stupid? you do that? I have no idea. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, he, I think, did a promise ring thing. That's yeah. <laughs> the only person I can think of. He also had his knew. last name tattooed across his back. Yeah, I know a lot of people who wow. have that. <laughs> <laughs> I know someone from 
Virginia who had a promise ring in high school, but I don't know okay. if they're common now in the South. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys know? Let us know. Yeah, let us yeah. know if you ever had a promise ring. Let us know how it turned out for you. Yeah. Did you keep your promise? Yeah. <laughs> um, also, the Fat Louis Princess Leia costume thing. She was like, "That's not too confusing for him, gender wise." Oh my god. Yeah. Silly. Yeah. Shut up. Fat Louie can be Princess Leia if he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she also says she'd never date a guy who wore more makeup than she does. I thought that was, I mean, like, I funny just fine. for, like, the context of yeah. it. Which, yeah. like, I mean, he's an actor. Like, do you think, Right, like, she's literally... talking about Zac Efron. Yeah. Oh, and, like, yes, your preferences yeah. are your preferences. <laughs> yeah. I just felt like the way it was phrased was a little tiny. Yeah. A little judgy. Yeah. Um, she's silly. The thing about drug dealers and homeless people in the park was, like, tacky. I don't know. Yeah. I felt a little dated. That's all I have. Yeah. I have one other one, which is mm-hmm. that um, on page 217, when Helen's giving her lecture to Mia, she's like, um, Mia's like, I wrote a whole novel. And Mia, and Helen's like, it's a romance novel, which I feel like, yeah, at the very least kind of problematic. Cause like, are you implying that it's not legit for some reason then Helen? Like, yeah, yeah it was a little condescending. Yeah. yeah. I didn't I like, like that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thumbs down. Francis, Ew. do you have any? I don't think so. Those are all the ones that I was, yeah, those are all the things that I was also thinking. But yeah, okay. I'm glad you brought up Helen too. I forgot to bring that yeah. up. But yeah, I didn't think, I thought that was rude. And I think Helen was just speaking in like the heat of the moment because she was upset about the promise ring. I don't, because yeah. Helen, I I don't think that tracks for her. But I agree. That's just my opinion. Um, <laughs> just like my promise no, I agree. I don't think it's something <laughs> Helen would say, but whatever. Yeah. Um, do we have thoughts on biggest bully? I had trouble. I'm Same. seeing yours. I did too. I okay, I'll say I chose Mia because I felt mostly in how she re- responded to the JP thing. Like I didn't feel like it was very nice to say, well, we'll see in front of everyone. Yeah. Um and she was cut a little hard. No, I take that back. I don't know. I'm not married to that at all. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. If I had to, I feel like biggest bully. Uh, I don't know if I count. I don't know. I was going to say JP because he's not like outwardly bullying, but he's like mm-hmm. being so non-supportive and like mm-hmm. almost like refu- he's like, it's almost like he's at the point where he's like refusing to read her fucking book at this point. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. it's ridiculous. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like that. He like pressured her inadvertently by like doing the promposal in front mm-hmm. of everyone but also I don't know if he's actually the biggest bully and if I'm not just like you know being biased right do you have a do you have a thoughts on like someone <laughs> who's the biggest bully no I I don't <laughs> yeah. really see Mia yeah I, maybe I we go no one yeah we could just have no one that's I think that's- <laughs> <laughs> has that happened before yeah, yeah, yeah it's a, couple a couple times, times. Okay. we've had no one. We'll go no one. Okay, I I think I don't I don't see any overt bullying in this section. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, um, but obviously we can't talk about bullying without talking about the roast of Boris Palkowski. Very nice. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I feel like we're doing it when we have guests <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> um okay so page 158 when tina has just revealed that mia i mean 
but she and Boris have had sex. She says, you? I finally managed to choke out. And Boris? I wasn't sure if I was going to throw up or pass out or both. Ouch. Also on that page, while it's true that Boris has undergone an incredible transformation from naughty to hottie in recent years and actually has annoying violin groupies who worship him and follow him around begging him to sign headshots whenever he appears at recital halls, I just couldn't, cannot see him that way. Maybe if I'd no- never known him back when he'd worn a bionator and been such a scrawny sweater tucker in her and dated Lily, I can see it. I just can't. He's like, I don't know, my brother or something. Ouch. <laughs> hung up on that sweater. The sweater. She'll never let it go. Um, so let's funny. see. And then on page 190, she says, she's when everyone's arriving at the party, she says, oh, don't they all look nice? Well, except Boris. Oh, all right. Even Boris, when you're wearing a tuxedo, at least you're supposed to tuck the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And then the last one I found on 205, um, who gives a girl a ring as he's asking her to prom? Well, except for Boris, but excuse me, he's Boris. <laughs> <laughs> so some good burns in that There's one. There's some good burns. Yeah. Some sick burns. Um, okay. Loser and winner. Let's crown or besmirch our loser first. Okay. Uh, we have different losers. Okay. I chose Mia and it was really the same logic yeah. for what the JP thing, like she just is behaving poorly. And I guess the devastation of like realizing that she and Michael are like really, really over. Yeah. I don't know. That that was sort of my logic. And then I guess also I get Lily overhearing the whole thing Oof. in the bathroom. Yeah. You know what? I think you're right. Cause I said JP, but for like the opposite reason, because he got kind of like hardcore rejected a little bit. <laughs> like a wall but, like, his knee. but she like backpedals but, it and accepts. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're right that I think that it is Mia. What do you think, Jossie? Do you have an opinion? Yeah, I went with Mia. Um, same reason as you, Jordan. I think also like she's feeling really rejected by, or she's feeling really upset about Michael she's feeling really insecure that she's like the last virgin yeah <laughs> um, like she's having a hard time um in, in this section I mean I guess she's like always having a hard time kind of but um true I yeah I think she's not doing well yeah and also like she's not really getting her way she's like trying to convince herself that she is but like it's pretty yeah. obvious she doesn't want to have sex with jp and that's where yeah. the section ends yeah and she doesn't want to go to prom with him either um <laughs> <laughs> she's just just like yeah i'll go to prom with you okay so we can agree it's mia yeah. flip side winner i feel like there's some debate to be had here i chose grammar because the party goes well and she gets her Domino and Ray invitation. That's why I picked her too. I oh, think, really? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly why I picked Grammar. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. What What do you think, Jossie? Do you have someone that's different? A, yeah, that's a good point. I picked JP. Fair. Oh. I thought that was going to be yeah. the other choice. Okay, what's your reasoning? Well, even though... Um, Francis, you said that you thought JP was the loser, right? Mm-hmm. Even though, yeah, like definitely like she kind of dissed him by being like well we'll see um, <laughs> we'll see Kaiser getting everything he wants mm-hmm. by the end I mean he's gonna have sex like that's very true as we've like, said before if you girl. touch boobs you're a winner yeah mm-hmm. I feel like JP might be the right answer here oh dang I um, think he is <laughs> just based on previous logic if we're to stay consistent <laughs> I think it might be JP
Yeah, I think yeah. I think Grandmère is definitely a winner, but I think I also just was like she's such a small character in this section. Yeah. Like JP is like not being a great boyfriend and he's still like getting all this praise. I mean, she's literally talking on and on about how amazing and sweet he is. True. And he did kind of dunk on Michael as much as I hate to admit it. He did. Yeah. He kind of did. He, got, hey, he Mike. was like, maybe you're a millionaire robotic <laughs> surgical arm inventor, but I'm going to prom with Mia. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who's um, the real winner? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Even though we hate it. Oh, yeah, I think it's JP. Funny. Yeah. Boo. But will he stay the winner? Stay tuned. Ooh. <laughs> oh my goodness. What a segue. Um, before we wrap up and give our, our plugs, Jossie, you have a royal wave to give. Is that correct? Yes, it is correct. Excellent. Yay. We Let's love that. Um, so as I told you, um, Jordan, it was a little hard for me to choose, but Fair. I just decided um, to go with the Movement for Black Lives. Um, last year, um, at this time, a lot of white people decided that they cared about racial justice. And snaps. And a year later, I think a lot of us have stopped caring as much. And I don't think that should be the case. And the Movement for Black Lives or, like donates to a bunch of different smaller Black-led groups all across the country. You can also donate to your own like local Black-led group. You don't have to donate to the national one, but... Very cool. I think that that's a really great organization to support. Yes. And awesome. their website is... Do you know? I know you emailed it to me. Hold on. Oh, I just emailed you the Act Blue link. I would just... Oh, okay. For Black Lives and um, you'll see their donation page pop up. Perfect. Movement for Black Lives. Love that. That's a great choice. Um, we don't have one just because we'll do one at the end of. Um... I know I got like a I had like a mini heart attack. No. Was like oh my god, oh god, I forgot to. No, we'll do one, one at the end of the yeah. book. I was like, wait, but we always want to give our guests a chance yeah. to plug things they're passionate yeah. about. No, that's great. Yeah, y'all, please go check that out. That's awesome. Check that out, um, Jossie. You're welcome to also plug your personal social if you're interested. <laughs> oh, uh, but sure. you don't have to. Yeah, um, I'm obsessed with Twitter, and my Twitter is at Jossie six. J-O-C-I-E. Um, I mostly tweet about Princess Diaries, <laughs> Anatomy, and Social Justice. So if any of those Three topics great topics. You, <laughs> awesome. Um, and Francis, can you can you take away our plugs? Love to. Yeah, we have well, we do have some questions that need answers too, which mm-hmm. were wait, what was your great question, Joss Jossie? Now I forgot it. Who's Donald Trump re- oh, is, yeah, who's Donald is Donald Trump, Trump replaced in, the, in the book? If anyone has a new book, please let us know. Um, if Donald Trump is no longer in there, which would be fabulous. Would love that. Um Are you a hopeless romantic? Are you a hopeless romantic? Did you get prom posed to? Do you have a promise ring? promise ring keep your promise of that of said ring um but yeah you can let us know all of this uh on our facebook we have, it's the podcast diaries on our instagram the podcast diary one on twitter we are the podcast diary and you can send us a whole email at the podcast diary at gmail.com and you can find all of this info on our website at the podcast diaries.com um, and you can also leave us a voicemail if you want at anchor.fm slash the podcast diaries. I always forget to add that to the notes. <laughs> um, but okay, so the next section we're going to be reading uh, begins Tuesday, May 2nd, 6 p.m. The Loft and is through um, 
It's essentially through the excerpt from Ransom My Heart, but the section heading before that is Friday, May 5th, 12.55 p.m., limo on the way to Central Park. So stop at Friday, May 5th, 4 p.m., limo on the way to therapy. Um, So that's it. Jossie, thank you so much for joining us. Any final thoughts, anything you'd like to say, add, etc.? No pressure if there is. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But thank you so much. This is like my favorite podcast. I listen to it immediately. Oh, um, shout out to all my friends who are going to listen to this because I'm going to force y'all to. Um, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Yeah, I hope thanks. you enjoyed it. <laughs> um, well, thank you. This has been so much fun. It's really nice to have a guest. Not that we don't love our friends and family, but it's nice to have a guest who is really, really into the books. So yeah, I'm very grateful for all your thoughts and like the time you put into preparing and everything. Absolutely. Thanks for being with us for the long haul. And thanks for like <laughs> listening and then keep listening, keeping listening yes. and deciding actually liked what we had to say and not just hating us for overtaking your favorite book series. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love the passion. Yay. I love, I feel like I've gotten to know y'all so well. Oh, that's great. I yeah. love that. Well, thank you. Yes, thank you. And thank you all of our other listeners, even ones that, uh, the ones that were forced just to us. listen. <laughs> yeah, just joined <laughs> us and, uh, and everyone else. Um, all right. Well, we only have to say a royal goodbye to you. And to you. <laughs>